1: Show today. A truly outstanding broadcast for you with three A plus guests. Well, I mean, Joe Fortinbaugh is somewhere, you know, B, B minus. Can't expect A plus broadcasting out of Joey Forten nuts, but he will be joining us at 4:15 today. 3:30, Ron Jaworski stops on by a little bit later on this hour, Ray, at five o'clock. We go live at five with Steve Kerr. Keep your mouthpiece in. Don't go throwing it anywhere. Unless you want to get ejected from that interview. That's all it takes? (laughs) Lucas, get me a mouthpiece. Get (laughs) me one now. Can't raise some equipment to throw into the crowd. Uh, The Warriors survived themselves in a win over the Grizzlies last night. They also survived the Grizzlies. They also survived an ejection. That when it looked like the ejection was based on Steph yelled at a teammate more than he yelled at an official... I was ready to go to Twitter to burn the whole thing down, and then I saw the replay where Steph, once again, <laughs> throws his mouthpiece What at the into the
2: crowd, into the crowd, frustrated. Yeah. If you throw anything into the crowd, if you throw a ball into the crowd with purpose, it's automatic because they don't want you to hit a lawyer
1: in row five and have him sue the club for $3 million. Is there anyone who's a big enough Steph Curry fan? Who still wouldn't think that it would be pretty gross to get hit with his mouthpiece? Gross, no. Potentially lucrative, yes. I mean, I don't think you can sue for cooties. You can't I, sue for cooties, but you could sue for assault. Again, that'd I, I, it'd be a tough court case. I bet you they settle that.
2: Maybe they do, but, it, but it's which is be more going money than you had
1: point. when you went into the arena. No one sues Steph. And for a man whose entire career is completely unblemished, he's got three career ejections, all mouthpiece related. That's, it's one of the weirdest stats to ever be associated. I mean. With a player who has no problems at all to detect in his entire career. No, but it, it does mark a level of childishness.
2: I mean, why, I mean, why not just take a shoe off and throw it in the crowd? You know, I mean, if you're going to do that, I mean, it just, you know, I don't know, it, it amuses me that that's his his forfeit when he needs to, when he needs to vent.
1: That's his break glass in
2: case I of mean, emergency. Yeah, I mean, why don't you just start screaming obscenities at the official? You have a better chance of surviving that than throwing something into the crowd because you throw something into the crowd. There's no appeal. There's no going to the league office and saying, "Hey, I think I got screwed," because that one's written in black and white. You can't go in the crowd. You can't throw anything into the crowd.
1: Pure and simple. Especially a mouthpiece, which is just like the grossest thing to throw into a crowd. Here is Steve Kerr.
0: I didn't. I didn't see what happened at the time. So you know, when the ref called it, I was I was confused. And then the, the coach told me he threw threw the mouthpiece down out of anger, and I guess he he threw it into the stands on the side. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think that's on auto, that's automatic ejection so uh, he, he knows he knows he's he can't make that mistake again
1: and look it's a really good thing that the Warriors won that game last night or there would be some finger pointing going on the Warriors have run out of their margin of error they need to start playing good dialed in basketball and that was part of the frustration that I think was Baked into that evening last night. Again, when they are sloppy with the ball, Ray, they take sloppy with the ball all the way to, like, here's the most turnovers you've ever seen by us in the first half level of sloppy. I think they had 14 in the first half last night. And and yet, the, the thing is, they only had 21 for the game, given
2: that. It's like they know how to do this. But then they just get in these weird rhythms where they're just going to distribute the ball all over the place except
1: to a teammate. It's like a petulant kid who knows how to behave, but for whatever reason, they're just in a mood to make mayhem. And and that's what they are. And we understand that they have always been a basketball team that is good when it's on the edge of losing control. They gotta start walking that tightrope a little bit more carefully with the remaining games that they have left. And we're gonna get into all of that with Steve Kerr today. Here, uh, the funny thing to let you know that there's no like bad lingering feelings Because in the history of basketball, how many players have been ejected from a game because they were frustrated at their own teammates' play? And that's really what that was. Steph Curry hated the way Jordan Poole played a late possession, and that led to the frustration of him tossing his mouth guard. Jordan Poole was getting mother, you know what, all over Twitter by people who claim to be Warriors fans. And oh, I can't stand Jordan Poole. This guy, he's a problem. He takes more off the table than he puts on the table. And then, of course, he hits the game winning layup to save the entire day, and everybody's baking at the end of it. It was a great play call that I guess was dialed up by Draymond Green himself for Steve.
0: So, Draymond called the play, and we hadn't practiced it in a couple of months and so it was a little ambitious but it 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 wasn't exactly as we normally draw it up because we hadn't practiced in a while but i think in this case it may have benefited us because it was a little scattered and sometimes out of bounds underneath you know some coaches will just run guys in a circle you know and then and then just cut everywhere i've seen i've seen coaches do that it was a little more organized than that but i think in some ways we were a little scattered and jordan just made a a great back cut
1: look it was a whole bunch of traffic in the lane you got guys curling around and off that traffic and then once defenders started following the fugazi curls here comes jordan with the real curl and that's an uh a johnny on the spot dante di vincenzo big ragu big assist in that moment to find jordan pool almost undefended for an easy layup right under the back at basket and warriors they get away with murder last night they get away with murder. And I don't want to hear another word that this is not a rivalry. Uh, y- you lie with the way that you play. Or you tell the truth with the way that you play. The lie is this isn't a rivalry. The Warriors went out and played that game as hard as they've played all year. That's a rivalry to the Golden State Warriors. They can stop fibbing during their press conference, too. Yeah,
2: No, it, it is now. It's not like a full-blown, oh, my God, every time we play them, we hate them. It's not Duke, God. Carolina. But... They get up for this. And so does Memphis. The difference is that Memphis gets up for a number of teams because they still have stuff to prove. Uh, The fact is the Warriors did last night. They explained what their entire season has been about, which is we can be really awful and really indisciplined and really stupid. And then they can also be elegant and bright and clever like the last play. I mean, Poole gets full credit for recognizing that the guy who was guarding him was guarding him the wrong way. He was on the side of him trying to be between the ball and the inbounder, or between between Pool and the ball. And Poole said, well, here's a free, free trip to the lane, when he should have been between Poole and the basket. Because if Poole's going to get the ball, you'd rather have him take an 18-footer than a one-footer. I mean... Even Jordan Poole's percentages aren't aren't so twisted that a layup is a worse shot than an 18-foot jumper. So credit to Jordan Poole for sealing that, seeing that, feeling that, and acting on it. But the thing that I think enrages people about Poole, to the extent that they're enraged, is that very often he settles for the first thing he thinks of, which is the 22-footer. And if he's making it, fine. If he's not making it, they get annoyed because they've seen guys like that in Warriors' past. They saw it in Monte Ellis. They saw it in Jason Richardson. You know, they they they've always had this aversion to the guy whose first instinct is, "Well, I got the ball. How do I shoot this?" They they believe in ball movement based on the fact that it's been drilled into them as fans since nineteen since twenty fourteen. And I think Poole struggles with that from time to time. And as a result, you get a lot of people reacting, you know, I hate Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole is this, Jordan Poole is that. Jordan Poole has a flaw in his game, and he's going to have to fix this, which is he's got to learn that there's the ball's going to come back to him if he gives it up, and that there will be a better shot later in the possession if he's patient. He hasn't learned that yet. That doesn't mean he's a you know lost cause or a detriment to the team, but it is a flaw that's easy to spot. And... When he does it, and does it more than once, people get
1: pissed. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. <laughs>